At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. And and welcome to the show for today's podcast episode. I actually have independent actor Travis with me again. Hello, everybody. How's it going, guys? And I got actress with me. Anya with me. Hello, everybody. Hey, guys. And then I have Martin Davis with me. Hello. How we doing, folks? How we doing? Then I got Chris Donner with me. Hello, everybody. How we doing, people? And today we are going to be doing our interview for the independent film Sugar. This is a movie that Nick actually brought to my attention and told me that I should go on ahead and definitely check out. I'm glad that I did. I definitely love this film. I did a review on it recently. I, I had two different cuts of the film. I had the one without the monologue with the intro and then one with. I felt like the one with the monologue actually brought a lot more to it. And everything, I really loved it. It gives you the big introduction into what this neighborhood's all about. And then, of course, I love the monologue spoken by Martin as well and everything, too, because it felt very enticing. It felt like I understand what this neighborhood is actually bringing to the table and why these girls are wanting to bring down and be a, a vigilante to these guys, these people who are drug addicts and stuff like that, it, because they just got tired of the crime in the neighborhood. So I definitely love that aspect to it, where you have girls kicking ass and taking names, and that's something that I really enjoyed about the premise. Then, of course, I also like the breaking balls aspect with Chris Donner and his group of friends breaking it, breaking his friends' balls about, oh, you can get 50, uh, 50 bucks on cocaine or anything like that. What is this? This is sugar. I definitely love it. It's definitely a great film. It's making its way into the independent film festivals and everything else right now. If you guys are going into the independent film festivals, I recommend that you guys do this and everything. So, Nick, my question is this. How did you come up with the idea for Sugar? What was your reason for Sugar? And why? And how did you come up with the premise of it? It's a good question. So, really, it kind of stemmed from the idea that we wanted to do a film for the Action Park Media Film Festival. And the last few films that I had done with R&R, we kept having Jordan and, and Anna and some of the other girls that have played with us always end up being in more of submissive roles. And I really wanted to see them dominate, you know, kind of flip the script and, and go after these people. And then 
it's really one of those moments where it just kind of all hit me at once. I, I sat down on my balcony for about 30 minutes and, and typed out the first draft and loved it. I was like, let's keep going this and building on it. And I have to say this, though, too. I love the 1970s kind of vibe that you bring into it. You have a little bit of Pulp Fiction kind of flavor to mm-hmm. it that I liked. And, of course, you know, like you said before, you bring in the uh, the phones and everything else, too, with it, with the recording of just on a cell phone. That was a really cool idea that you brought to the table because I don't know that many people that actually do that and everything. So I, I kudos to you for actually thinking outside the box a little bit. So that one actually goes on uh, Kevin Conley. Okay. Okay. His okay. uh, his big plan with, with his film festival, which is Action Park Media, um, was to have all of their productions be shot on an iPhone or smartphone of some kind. Um, so, you know, our focus was shooting in 4K, wide angle, and then really using natural lighting and mm-hmm. trying to create the, to- the color tones in person as opposed to doing it in post. Okay. Um, That's actually a pretty interesting idea to do that. Yeah. Really wanted to have... Cause you know, outside of the digital side of it, we really wanted that old school feeling. Okay. And Anya, I have a quick question for you, though, too. Like, for doing a role like you guys did for that, how did you get into character to actually say, I want to try something different out. I want to try and do this specific role and to where I want to go ahead and be this vigilante woman to take down these guys who's basically drug addicts and everything else within the neighborhood because they're representing the neighborhood in a negative way. Um, it was definitely different. Um, like you said, I played a lot of submissive roles where it's just, you know, you want to be scared. You want to just be like ready to be saved when this one, you know, you are the one taking action and you're aggressive. And, but, um, so I guess just that in that itself, I had to take on a different mindset and just kind of be like, what else would this character do with it? I definitely liked it, though, because here's the thing. I felt like not only were you submissive, but you were also someone that you didn't want to play with either. Like, you had the combination of it both, where you're submissive, but at the same time, it's like, you better not mess with me or anything like that, or else I'll wind up pulling a trip, blowing your brains out, though, at the same time. Right. <laughs> so I definitely loved the combo they actually brought to that character. I thought that was very neat on the way that you did that. Um, Thank you. You're very welcome. How long have you been acting? That's another thing, too. That's. Um, I've been acting for um, two years. Okay. In 2019, like right before COVID hit, I'm going to say like in August or September, I started getting into it. Okay. And is that something that you've always wanted to do? Or was it just something I want to just try out and see if I like it? How did you adapt into wanting to be an actress? Uh, well, when I started doing it, like for real, like... Um, in August of 2019, it was something that I wanted to shoot for all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't always want to do that. No, I had actually taken a film class in ICC um, that got me really interested in like behind the scenes and how it all works. Um, so I always thought acting would be a lot of fun. I just never took it serious. I never thought that was something I could do as a career. Um, but then when that was the only thing that I wanted to do, I was like, well, I just I might as well just push forward for it and try to get my feet wet and see, you know, where it takes me. Okay. But I have to say this though. I think just keep on pushing out as much stuff as you can. Just do whatever you want, can with it. Cause I'm, I'm serious. I think that you have what it takes to actually be an actress though, to be honest with you, especially what you did with Nick's film and stuff, because I can actually feel the emotion and the submissive stuff that you've done in that film. 
to be able to tell you you have what it takes to do and press on to doing what you love. Well, I really appreciate that. Thank you. You're, you're very welcome. And Martin, I'm just I'm just curious too about you though. Um, how long have you been acting? What made you take the role of doing this monologue and stuff like that? What grabbed your attention with it? Well, I'll be honest. I've only been doing this. It'll be three years in August, and I'm a 55-year-old man. <laughs> so I did I did like 30 years in security before I even thought about acting. And to be honest, my little guy, he's nine years old. He's been acting for five years, so I'm following in his footsteps, <laughs> taking him around, getting on set, doing auditions, and I got bit by the bug, and here I am. That's awesome though, man. It's it's cool to actually have a kid that's interested in the arts and stuff. And then all of a sudden, the father who's taking him to auditions now has that inspiration to want to do it. That's that's just awesome to be able to do that with your kids and also to have that step where it's like, okay, I can actually interact with my child and help him along the way, just like he can help me too. So I can get advice exactly. on both ends of the spectrum. Martin, I gotta yeah. write you a father-son script we gotta, we gotta oh, that use would, that that would be great man well you know we're in man my, my wife my wife to this my, day, <laughs> my my wife to this day can't believe how much i'm working she is like she's blown away she's like what if you had started this 20 years ago i'm like i have no idea where i'd be but i think i'm in the right place at the right time right exactly and to me there's no age limit to when you can act to me you can, as long as you put your mind to it, you can do anything. And I feel like if your passion's there, you can power through anything and you can do it. So yeah. age is not a factor when it comes down to doing acting or anything like that. As long as you have that passion there and that drive there, people are going to tell on screen if you have it or not and everything. And that's just something that I caught whenever you guys were doing the monologue and explaining the neighborhood and stuff like that. Just people say Morgan Freeman, I'm going to say Martin Davis because of the fact that <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest with you because with that monologue alone, I just completely ignored everything around me and I just felt like I was just zoomed into this neighborhood and your voice was just carrying through the neighborhood and mm -hmm. that was just something that just gravitated towards me where I'm like, okay, I'm sucked into this universe. I can't wait to see what's going to happen next kind of thing. And, so and to be honest with you, I'm making a lot a lot more um, headway doing voiceovers. Like people want me to sound like Morgan Freeman or James Earl Jones or the voice of God or Zeus. <laughs> and it's, it's been great. Oh, I, I can't believe so it. so good. <laughs> to be honest with you, man, I, I can definitely tell that you're good at what you're doing with the voiceover work, to be honest with you. You're doing Thanks. fantastic with it. You're very welcome. Can I just um, say, you're the most consummate yeah. professional, too. I mean, on time, what was it, three three takes that we did, Martin? Four? Yeah. It was in and out. Like, he knew what to do. He had his whole monologue memorized. I had it printed out, ready to go. He was like, no. Damn. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really well, impressive. But listen, the motivation was Nick's wife had made a steak dinner for me and said I couldn't have it till I got the take right. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get the take right to eat. <laughs> to be honest with you, that would actually get me motivated. <laughs> give me a give me a rear stick, I'm good to go. I'll have that whole entire monologue done in like five minutes, I'll tell you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <it was> great. <laughs> 
But uh, Chris, I have a quick. I have another question for you. Like, how long have you been acting? And also, too, when you're doing that role of just busting balls and everything and stuff like that, did that have any kind of like were you thinking of different memories that you have with your friends, stuff like that, with just smack talking with or anything like that? I'm just kind of curious. Well, uh, to be honest, sir, um, I've been uh, what was it 2016. Uh, I've done. I did a couple roles with um, uh, Winter State uh, Productions up in Minnesota. That's one of my uh, mentors. He put me into this um, acting career and 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 the the field itself. So um, and he forgot to tell me how hard it was to come through. <laughs> so, but uh, I've been doing it since 2016. Or yeah, 2016. And then uh, when um, Mr. Nick uh, approached me with the script, uh, I had, what was it, Nick? Uh, I think I had, what, one day. <laughs> uh, I looked at it. I didn't know it was a um, comedy at first. So I'm used to playing more um, um, serious roles. So when I got there, he's like, no, this is comedy. This is what I want. And I said, Oh no! <laughs> and you were hilarious. <laughs> to be honest with you, comedy is definitely your snitch stitch, though. Too, I just want to say that too because I could definitely tell with the whole comedy aspect. I was laughing my ass off because it just reminds me of me being back home as well in Boston and everything, and just smack talking, busting each other's balls, and that's of course down here though too. Like. I always bust uh, my friends' balls and stuff like that too down here too. So I can definitely tell that friends level kind of thing when you're doing that with your friends on the set and everything too. Right. And that was very relatable, to be honest with you. That's and, what made me laugh. And honestly speaking, I ha I have I have to say this because it wasn't <clears throat> me who brought it to light. It was the fact that I worked with Nick before, uh, Miss Anna. I think this was the first time me and Mr. Uh, Martin worked together, but um, Terry and uh, Mr. Clint, like we worked together in the past. So every time we're on set, it's just such a good vibe that it's it, like, it's not even like we're going to work. It's just, we have fun. It's, as soon as action comes, we click into that action. And then when cut, we go right back into that, just having fun with each other. Like it's it's an awesome atmosphere with the crew that we had. That's great though. Whenever you whenever people can get along on set and feel like family and things like that, because that's one of the, th the key things I look at though too is like, you know, it can actually be unsettling on the set if it's someone's like just being like a jerk off or whatever and stuff like that too. But you know, you get you don't want to have that tension there because then it also uh, ends up giving other bad other people bad juju. And stuff like that, basically, where it's like, oh, I don't want to come across this guy or anything like that because if he's going to make me tensed up and everything even more. And then our next thing you know it, it's going to make me forget my lines. And then it's not good to have tension right on the set or anything like that. It's good to be unified on the set. It so is. that's awesome. It is. At any second, it could have gotten out of hand and someone could have <laughs> taken it the wrong way. Like, I mean, Isaac, for God's sakes, was a tripping imp who was handcuffed the whole time. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> If he wasn't a good sport about that, it would have been an awful time. But everyone was well, proven in like Chris. He, showed up and he performed how he was supposed to. So kudos to him. Like, <laughs> like and, and, and what you were saying, Mr. John, is um, 
in my my personal experience, um, I don't know about anybody else, but uh, when you when you get these certain people and you get on big sets, when you pay people so much money for a role, they have that ego or whatever the case may be. But when you get a bunch of people that love what they do. And, and when we come together and do it for a passion and we've done it many times before, it's just so fun. It's just so fun. I can imagine, dude, like, you know, just smooth sailing, nothing really, uh, anything to really worry about. You guys are like family. So therefore you guys can get along and just go through your lines and get through the day and everything. Have fun with it. Not having to worry about, oh, I messed up my line. Is this other guy going to yell at me for messing up my, my line? And everything too because that's also another thing that comes into like the big actors and stuff like that too you know they could actually say oh this person messed up his line so therefore it's going to screw me up later on and then next thing you know it that person's yelling at the other actor for screwing up the line so yeah wow. i can definitely understand You're yelling at the background actors and it wasn't their fault <laughs> <laughs> and honestly shouts out to uh mr nick for uh letting me do some improv on it to actually go uh and apologies to Mr. Nick for not picking up on certain things. I could have improved be uh, better, but um, he let me. He let me uh, just run with it and create it, and it, like it, it, it was fun. It was so fun. That's great, man. And I'm, I'm just curious from everybody, what would be some of y'all's favorite moments whenever I was working on this set? Let's go first. Can I go first? Oh. Sure. <laughs> I I loved it when if you well, you see the movie when Jordan walks between the two guys that they have chained up and kicks the hell out of the imp. <laughs> that, was, that was classic to me. That was crazy. I was like, what the hell? Oh my God. <laughs> when Chris says what too after that. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> Uh, that that part is like a very it, he, the way he says white is just like <laughs> I the blue kind of thing. It's like white. <laughs> it's so comical though, man. It's 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 just great. It brings more uh stuff to your character. To be honest with you, you say, my, my favorite well. line in the whole thing was uh, "What's the matter? Cash got your tongue though." Ah, uh, yeah. My favorite yeah. line when I wrote it and. <laughs> You delivered the shit out of it. It was yeah, so was good. good. <laughs> Manic laugh afterwards too. Everybody got it because I'm. Sometimes I'm like, well, did they make? Did they know that was her name? Like, I wanted them to get like that's what I was saying. Mm -hmm. I can definitely. I think I think my favorite part of the whole thing was like not just the comical relief behind cut and action of me and Terry, but. I think the uh, my favorite part was both women, Miss Anna and uh, Miss Jordan, that literally it was switch on, switch off. So as soon as as soon as cut came, mm -hmm. it was everybody was just back in that moment of joking and chilling around. And, and as soon as action came, they kicked right into who they were. Like they did, they did, they showed up and they did their job perfect. Well said. That's awesome. I, I, you know what? I always admire actors and actresses. Like, you know, as soon as cut, it, they're just themselves, and then all of a sudden, action comes. 
they're glued into that character. That's something that I really admire about actors, some actresses and actresses. Is like, you know, it's hard to actually come out of that whole entire element where it's like, oh, I'm the character and everything once you wind up yelling cut. But it's hard to actually get back into the swing of things whenever you wind up becoming yourself again and everything too. But it's actually, I'm actually glad to actually hear that it's actually a quick transition to where it's like, okay, that's just my character. That's not who I am. This is who I am. So therefore I can separate the character from who I am. So that's great. You right. know? I mean, like I said, everything was so fun off, off, uh, like off camera. It was just like, uh, it was a comedy itself off camera. And then as soon as on camera came, it was just everybody just knew who they were, what was supposed to happen. Nick gave us the right direction with Clint. Uh, Mr. Davis was sitting in the corner with a book just, I'll be here when you need me, but I'm good. You need help with that? But like, he, like, everything was, it, it was so smooth. That was one of the, that was literally one of the funnest um, shoots that I've ever done. I can honestly say that. Right, because I understand. Here's the thing: I know some actors or actresses like, "Oh, I'm an actress. I'm not here to do lighting. I'm not here to work behind the scenes." But it's good to see other actresses like, "Hey, look, you know what? You look, my scene doesn't come up until like towards the end of this. So you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and knock out this lighting for you. You want something done on sound? Bam! I got you on that too. It's good to actually have some people within the film industry is like, "Okay, I'm gonna back you." What else do you need? You want me there in the background? I'm there in the background. You want me there as a boomer? I'll give you the boomer. Whatever you need, I'll do for you. Because I'm here not just to support myself, but to support my fellow actors, people on set, the people that I work with, and people that I care about. So that's awesome to actually hear about that. Because it's rare that I actually hear about that, believe it or not. Because I've done interviews before, and not that many people tell me that, to be honest with you. Really? So it's good to hear that you guys have good vibes on the set like that, that you guys are there to back each other up. If you guys need some help backing each other up, that's awesome. Mm. And everything. So about that helping each other out when they need it on set. And Anya, I have a quick question for you though, too. Like how much improv did you do and everything too? Was there any improv involved for you or did you kind of like, you know what? I'm, I I kind of know what I want to do, so I'm just going to go with 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 the script or what what do you how did you do? So, a lot of that most, most of it was the lines that they gave me. So, um it wasn't really improv in my words. It was just more um trying to figure out what to do with my body language basically. Um cuz you know, like we discussed, I've not been in these kind of roles before. So I'm like, well, how do I come off more aggressive and domineering to these two bigger gentlemen in front of me? Like, <laughs> so. Um. But yeah, I, I can understand that because it's like, okay, I need to be aggressive, but how do I be aggressive but not too aggressive at the same time? Because at the same time, I also have to gain a little bit of trust, but not enough trust to where they can just uh, run away from me because I have a gun gun pointed to them. I need to actually have it to where I'm dangerous, but not too dangerous, but also sassy at the same time. Exactly. And it was also hard for me because like, this is also supposed to be like a comedy, you know, it's supposed right. to be funny. So how do I project that <laughs> serious in this character, you know, where I'm, I'm mean. <laughs> but, 
To be honest with you, my first comedy overall. Like, I've never done a comedy before. All of my other roles have been super serious. So yeah. Well, I based your character off White She Devil. So oh. <laughs> you've seen Undercover Brother. <laughs> well, I was going to get to that though too, Nick. Like I can see aspects of a little bit of Quentin Tarantino and Anya's character though, because of how her dialogue is actually being presented. I'm like, her character would be good for a Quentin Tarantino film. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and everything. <laughs> it, was, it was so hard to be serious staring her in the face when she was doing her lines. <laughs> and, and then me trying to do the same thing, trying to be funny, but trying to be like like I had to I had to I had to actually learn how to actually, you know, go from being a tough guy in the first what 30 seconds to staring him in the face and like like I said, Mr. Nick let me run with it. So it was just like, oh, and then <laughs> Anna, like, she made me laugh too much. And then when the camera turned, it was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I got to get serious again. Hold on. <laughs> That's awesome, though, dude. That's awesome. And Martin, I just want to say this, too. Like, your character has this, like, Tales from the Crypt kind of vibe. It's like after the... After you're done with that whole entire scene, you kind of close the book and like, okay, that's the end of their story. So it's like, come back to next time to hear another tale about another thing that happens in the neighborhood. You know? Well, let me be clear. This this guy, my character is a mix of the Twilight Zone guy and the Dosekis guy. You know, <laughs> nobody drinks like Dosekis. I've been no. all over the world. <laughs> Plus the Twilight Zone thing. Too. So mm -hmm. I said, if I could get a good mix of that, it'll be funny. And it, I think it came off pretty decent. Yeah. So. so that's where yeah. I got the Tales from the Grip kind of vibe, though, from it. Because you actually gave it that flavor with the uh, mm. Twilight Zone feel. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yep. kudos to you, sir. You did <laughs> you did a great job <laughs> Thank on that. You. Thank you. You're very welcome. But let's see here. Um but Nick, do you have anything else that you have planning on doing as far as working with everybody again, or are you got are you developing anything new? Um, so I've got a few irons in the fire right now um, with a production company I work with up in Chicago called Brightcap. Uh, we actually just had our launch for our first of a couple um, different short films, also that were filmed for the Action Park Media Film Fest that we're starting to publish and put online. Um, and, and so we've got that launch. And then um, I do have a few others that I'm writing right now. Um, one of them is a series that is actually what was in the inspiration behind one of the short films called A Quick Dinner, which actually, if you go mm. on my Facebook, I just posted the, the poster for that because June 1st is the release date. Okay, nice, man. Nice. It's yes. It's great to actually see things actually opening up now. People are getting the chance to work again. And stuff like that because that was like the biggest challenge trying to shoot something during COVID and things like that and not being able to do anything, mm -hmm. you know. So it's just good to see everybody being able to do that again. Let's see, um, let's see. To be honest with you, Brandon, you can actually watch it on my phone whenever I come and see you this weekend. So, <laughs> so that's where we you can watch the film. <laughs> or if you don't want to wait for me, you can just go on ahead and I'll send you out the link. <laughs> So, <laughs> so after July 16th, I believe is the date, um, I will be uploading it into a streamable form so awesome. people can go on and watch it. Um, it's just right now it's submitted to 13 different film festivals. Mm -hmm. So a lot of respect to them. Right. The, 
wait until we hear whether or not we got in. Once we know that, we're we're good to go. Um, I'm hoping that you guys did though. I, I have a feeling you guys probably did. But I've been telling all my coworkers about sugar, the premise, uh, and also too whenever uh, the like I said when the friends went on ahead tries out the sugar and everything, thinking it's cocaine. Man, this shit is sugar. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. but yeah man this this film's great i enjoyed this film i'm i can't give it enough praise to be honest with you because this film is just fantastic fantastic and of course anya also brings out and scares me to death to be honest with you if that gun was pointed in my face (laughs) and also too having her having some dude on a leash and pulling him, I'm like, okay, this is BDSM gone wrong. <laughs> but, you know, it, and Nine Inch Nails as well. But <laughs> So I actually but, do have a story about, about those uh, chains, if you got a second. Yeah, 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 man. I got, so, I got time. Go on ahead. You know, th- this is all put together in a rush. So when we ordered uh, the, the BDSM leashes on Amazon, we had them sent directly to uh, one of our friend's houses down in Springfield. Who uh, she actually did all the costumes for, for the show. Uh, her name's Courtney Rainier. Mm-hmm. Um, we forgot to tell her that we sent a bunch of fake money, water guns, and <laughs> leashes to her house, and her and her boyfriend opened up a box with her name on it that's got oh my god all this stuff in it. <laughs> I guess I'm going like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. As soon as I realized that she got the package and we didn't tell her, you know, made a phone call and it was fun. But I'm sure there were some moments there where they were uh, a little confused. I can imagine, dude. I can imagine. But I know this is kind of short and everything, too, with this interview and stuff like that. But I want to have you guys back again as a follow-up once – you guys are in the independent film festivals and stuff like that. I want to get your experiences in the festivals, seeing how you guys are actually doing and as a catch up and stuff like that too, because I want to see more of Martin. I want to see more of Chris, Anya and you guys back again as another, uh, as a follow-up because I want to do this a lot longer than 30 minutes and everything, but I have some other stuff that is brought to my attention and stuff. But Look, guys, you guys do I'm going to be honest with you guys. You guys do a phenomenal job. I can definitely tell that you guys have that chemistry on screen. You guys are definitely going to get into that independent film festival and everything because you guys have that chemistry. You guys are going to rock it. You guys are going to crush it. So I just want to say that. Thanks, man. You're very welcome. Y'all very welcome. And out of curiosity, is there anywhere that people can actually follow you or anything like that? If you want people following you, if you don't, you don't have to have anybody following you or anything like that. If you think it's a little too creepy or whatever, so <laughs> you know. Yeah, you can find no, me on I'll Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, for me, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's mdavis7000. Mm. Uh, if you want to follow me, I'm on Facebook, Chris Donner. Um, I'm kind of technology illiterate, so that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets to be big, big, the big time, he's going to get his publicist to do it for him. <laughs> Marla. I'm and then, um, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Anna Marie 3 or I'm on Facebook at Anna Ayler. So. Okay. 
All right. So as everybody knows, you guys can go on ahead and follow me at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Night on Facebook underneath the same name on Pinterest and on Instagram as well. If you guys want to donate to the page, you guys don't have to. But if you want to show some generosity just to keep the lights here on at Movie Lovers Night, just go on ahead and go to www.gofundme.com forward slash Movie Lovers Podcast. Of course, if you want an audio only podcast of this show, just go on ahead and get wherever you guys get your podcast from. Another thing too is go on ahead, reach out to me at Movie Lovers Unite at gmail.com if you're a sponsor. And then of course, you guys can follow me on Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter, Movie Lovers Unit on Stereo as well, because we do a couple of stereo shows every once in a while. Of course, you guys can go on ahead, follow me on Schmoes of the North's YouTube channel because Every Saturday at 3 o'clock, we talk about the movie of trivia showdown. If you don't know what the movie of trivia showdown is, it's a WWE kind of format with movie trivia. So we have your fra- fraction, factions, if you are into Star Wars, Inner Geekdom, stuff like that. They have belts for those. And, of course, you know, you have your heroes on heels. So that's everywhere that you can actually reach me at. And then, of course, you know, go on ahead, hit that like button, smash that like button, hit that share button. And always until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye. All right. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio, and I just want to talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to daily news digests from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs another thing too guys that's not all they have they also have they also have finish if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021 they have stuff for that too like finishing more books or becoming a better parent leader or a person how-to books which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.